Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Mark Choi. Uh, just me and Mark today. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing good, man. <clears throat> I'm ready to hold down the fort. It's going to be a good time. Absolutely. Glad to be back. Yeah, it's been a while since we've heard from Brandon, the other host, but I'm hoping in 2020 we'll be hearing from them shortly. But it's great to have you back on the program. It's been a minute since we've talked about games and stuff, but before we go into that, is there any kind of like life updates we want to dive into real quick briefly um yeah i mean there is i'm I'm hesitant to uh to really say it but i think i i think i don't have a choice man Uh (laughs) uh-oh you're under i'm throwing you under the bus first minute of the podcast no it's not your fault man i was gonna i was gonna do it no matter what but um I'm having a I'm having a kid. My Are wife's you pregnant. Serious? Oh my god, Mark! Yeah, the first ABTS baby. ABTS <laughs> <laughs> babies. Oh my god, Mark! That is a fucking hell of a way to bring in 2020 with you. I'm yeah. so excited. All right, I'm curious. Is the whole gender something you want to keep on under wraps, or you don't know yet? Uh, yeah, I don't know, but it's so it's week uh, 15 right now. So week 20 is when you find that out. Okay. But I'm just I'm just gonna find it out. I I don't really care. Sure. I'm not I'm not gonna be one of those crazy, like weird reveal party type people or right. like wait till the day of. I'd rather just know. It's easier to plan that way. Absolutely. It's funny you say that. Uh my cousin is expecting her second child, and the way they revealed the gender was actually in a massive Facebook uh messenger group. So there's like twenty of us in there and they had some kind of uh special way of revealing it in there and it was just really cool because yeah, uh they basically just got some kind of lab results or something. And it was like, it's a girl. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they must have done that. Like, uh, there, there's an option to get the results like way earlier if you do a bunch of like different blood tests and stuff. But if, um, it's like kind of expensive sometimes and insurance doesn't always cover all of it. So I was like, oh, I'll just wait a couple of weeks. And oh, for sure. Either way. Um, yeah. So maybe they found out a little bit earlier. But yeah. So like that's been going on. Um, that's insane, Mark. How has that affected your mentality or like, or, or, I don't know. I'm just, I, I feel like I'm going to be in your shoes in the next couple of years and I'm a little nervous about it. Dude, to be honest, I think it's, I, like, I'm not even slightly worried. I, I know that sounds like I'm lying no, to myself. No, that's badass, dude. Yeah. No, I, I don't care. Like, I, I'm excited. I think it's going to be awesome. And the other thing, I, I told myself this. What else am I going to do at this point in my life that is going to make me more prepared for this than I already am? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, and nobody you know? is ever really prepared, even financially. It's just like, it's going to happen and you're going to figure it out. Yeah, there's never a point where you're like, oh, it's the perfect moment right now. Let's do it. That doesn't happen. You kind of just have to go for it and just let things fall where they may. That's my mentality about it anyway, but... I know maybe I, I know most people, including a lot of people I work with, don't think that way at all. They're all like freaking out about it. I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> gonna be fine. <laughs> oh, for sure, dude. That's yeah. awesome, though. I'm so happy for you and Wendy. That's fantastic news. Yeah, man. Yeah. So like that's been going on um, because it, I mean it's it's like 15 weeks, like I said. So it hasn't really affected t- it too much of you know the day to day activities. A little bit it has, but. So like my updates and everything gaming wise like haven't haven't changed a whole lot so oh, no that's problem. pretty cool. Yeah. Oh man, I feel like my little life update it like pales in comparison. <laughs> 
man. But that's nah, man, I'm sure it'll be good. It's, it's good for me. I mean, uh, listeners already know that I have a, a record label that I started called Missed Out Records. And as a result of that, I made some connections, of uh, worked with plenty of bands, one of them being a band called Standards that I always shout out because I just love their music so much. And uh, they're off to bigger and greater things in 2020 they're releasing out an lp and i'm sure it's going to be on like a big name record label like top shelf or one of the greats so i'm really excited for them but the guitarist of standards marcos decided to start his own booking agency to help uh independent artists uh book their own tours across the united states and he was reaching out to people saying like uh if you want to intern get in touch and i did and i was the lucky winner i'm interning for banana tree booking and it's really exciting i'm actually having a meeting with him tomorrow to kind of get started on my first tour to help a band so i'm really going from record label i'm still going to keep the label alive but it's just really cool to then be able to offer some of the bands i work with uh this opportunity to go on tour if they have a following and uh, are serious about it so it's really exciting stuff for us dude that's really cool man it's it's awesome how much you how much stuff you do outside of like your day job I try to keep myself busy. (laughs) I know. I was just talking about this today with some, some friends on like, we're both in the same industry. We kind of both do the same thing. And after you do it for a couple of years, like uh, the software development's awesome and everything, but the passion definitely dies, dies a little bit. Yeah. And and, and you realize like all the other things that you really love that you, you know, you wish you could do for a living, but none of them are lucrative enough to keep you keep you so yourself funded exactly and that's why i feel like those passions live on in uh different avenues that i take so i and maybe who knows one of these days if banana tree booking becomes a real thing i could be booking bands for a living but i'm not going to hold my breath and i do like the security of having a full-time job doing software development but uh it's never going to stop me from following my passions yeah man just keep it going i feel like basta might be the only person i know that Goes to work, codes all day, comes home and codes all night, and then goes to work and yeah, codes no, all day. I feel like he's still, he has the passion for staying up to date because it's, it's an ever-changing animal. There's so much technology that's always uh, coming around the corner. Oh, I know, dude. That, that, that's the kind of stuff that's really, like, not, I won't say it's depressing, but it is, it's, it's tiresome. Yeah, staying on the bleeding edge is pretty challenging. <laughs> it really is. And we're not, I know, we're not even old. <laughs> So, yeah. And if we're saying it now, I don't even want to think about like 20 years from now. But So so you know what? I'm not going to. Let's That's talk right. about something this else. This is a video game podcast. There we go. That's <laughs> our catchphrase, I think. Uh, but no, and we're in season two. That's a joke. Uh, but let's move on. Uh, you mentioned that your gaming hasn't changed much because of all this exciting news, and that's totally fine. But what have you been playing? I actually have a little bit of an update. Yeah, um, I'll get the the obvious one out of the way. I even do. I've I haven't stopped playing Overwatch. Like I, I figured that was going to come up, and that's fine. As long as you're enjoying it, I am. And I, I yeah, I, I I think I I don't even I know think how I... much time <laughs> I have in that game. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't even know how much time I have in that game. It's it's absolutely absurd. Um, I like I'll just throw a game in like in between like what I'm doing and stuff and it's 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 fantastic. But other than that, because I've beat that horse to death, um, I got the Halo uh, Halo Master Chief Collection on Steam. 
Oh man, as a like true PlayStation fanboy, like I am legitimately jealous because I don't own anything Xbox. I guess I could technically get it on PC, but my PC is not good enough. But I miss Halo. There's no doubt in my mind. Like, dude, you could totally. So I have it on Steam on PC, but you could totally run it. It's the the lowest res, like it's barely better than it was on the Xbox, if it even is. Are honestly. you just like Combat Evolved though? Uh, well, so they're releasing it in stages, and the um, the one that they have out right now is Reach. Okay. So if you ever played Reach, I actually did not get around to that one, but I heard good things. Yeah, it's not. I have two, but it's not my favorite. Um, you're, I played you're not playing as the the Master Chief, are you? I don't even know, man. I I, I never even I never owned it. Uh, I never did the storyline. Oh wait, no, I'm mistaking it for what was it, ODST, where you're like some kind of other like super. Oh yeah, you're you're noble noble five noble six. Yeah, or something like that's that. right. Yeah, no, that's not this one. Okay. Um, yeah, I, all I've done is play the online so far because I went to a LAN party the other day and we all we tried playing that. And we absolutely sucked ass. We were so <laughs> bad. The people on that game are too good, man. Well, that's because They're they play it like you play Overwatch. Like, they haven't stopped. <laughs> no, it's probably true. They're so good. I The one game, I, I, I think I went, like, 1 and 35 or something. It was so um, – unbelievably embarrassing uh i slowly got better though i've gone positive a handful of games but like not that many which is really sad man but, i wonder how my middle school self would hold up against my modern self because like oh my god back in the day i was definitely pretty decent at halo don't get me wrong there's certain friends of mine that would completely own me and like one shot like no scope it's like insane but i definitely was decent and i feel like i've completely lost the skill I, i'm sure i could get back on it like a, a bicycle but oh man i bet i suck right now <laughs> oh i'm terrible i was i i thought of myself as being pretty good at one point right i i was almost a level 50 in halo 3 which is like the max level online nice which is a general but um which is really hard to get but i'm absolutely trash at reach on pc <laughs> Fair to enough. the point where, to the point where it's like, honestly, at the LAN, I was like, guys, can we just play something else? <laughs> it like, wasn't. I was not having fun. Do you because, guys use Xbox One controllers or 360 or how does uh, that mouse work? mouse and keyboard? Oh, really? Oh my god. Well, yeah, yeah. I would really suck then. <laughs> oh, it's dude. The competition is you. You spawn and you walk like four feet and you just die and there's no kill cam, so you don't know how or where you got killed from. Damn. Yeah, it's. Not probably something I'll keep playing until Halo Three comes out. That's fair. Three, three was my game. Like that was that was my Halo. I played a little bit of two, but I never owned an original Xbox, so I I never I, I played a lot of it at, at like friends' houses and stuff. But um, yeah, once three comes out, I'll, I'll I'll probably be playing that. But um, I've also been uh, I'm I've been trying to get back into uh, uh Detroit Becoming Human. Oh yeah, I, I started that. I I took a some time off from it, and then I'm getting back into it because I just feel like it's too good of a storyline to pass up. That is one you got to just sit down and get all the way through it if you can. I, I mean, probably obviously not in one sitting, but like, yeah, uh, dedicate to one game until you get done with it, and then move on to another one. 
Did you beat that game? Yeah, I did, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm trying to recall my experience with it because it was about a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it it came out a while back. I got it for free on the the PlayStation um, like game of the month. So. Wait, actually, that's when I got it. So whenever that happened, was like I played it immediately. Okay, yeah, no, it was a long time ago. I just I I redeemed it and I just didn't play it for a long time. So. Yeah, no, you will thoroughly enjoy that. You did beat Heavy Rain and uh oh my god, I'm blanking on the Beyond or not Beyond. Yeah, Beyond Two Souls. I I beat Heavy Rain, but not Beyond Two Souls. And Heavy Rain was oh man, dude, that game was great. That yeah. game was fantastic. Um, but so be, and then on top of that, I've also uh I got Far Cry Five. So the one that takes place in Montana, I bought this over like the Christmas Christmas sale. Uh, it's yeah, it's the north northwestern set Far Cry where you're, there's this town of religious cult fanatics that you have to inf- infiltrate and take down. Very cool, lots of wildlife. Nice, uh, great graphics. I uh, I recently bought for the first time in my entire life an AMD graphics card. Oh really? I did, yeah, and I so I'm maxing out every game I play. I bought a F uh fifty seven hundred XT, which is like the highest end AMD card you can get. Which ironically well not actually ironic's the wrong word. Sadly is the right word. <laughs> uh a the reason why I did this, dude. Nvidia's graphics cards are so expensive. Oh yeah, dude, un- absurdly. It's just you're paying for the name brand. <laughs> But they didn't – nothing changed about them. They just decided to up the price of the benchmark like per card by like 200 bucks. So like I had a 970 back in 2015. Yep. The 2070 now is like $200 more than the 970 was when I got it. And don't even get me started on the 80s series. That's just a complete – complete like waste of money it's so much money it's like we're talking like seven eight hundred bucks honestly Uh, that might be the ti editions but like still it's so much money and i get the i got the highest end sapphire 5700 xt radeon card for 400 bucks hell yeah yeah that's what i mean if if you can save where you can just do it (laughs) yeah and it's like I, i i get that it's like an intel like it's Intel, but like AMD's been killing it, dude. Like my next build, next when I upgrade my my chip and my motherboard and everything, switch to DDR4 RAM. Finally, I'm I'm going all AMD, dude. I'm not. I'm 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 telling Intel to go screw themselves. It's oh, ridiculous. Man. The prices they're charging for like very very mediocre improvements is really really pathetic, and I'm very disappointed. And I think a lot of it has to do with the Bitcoin boom. In the past couple of years, all these miners and stuff buying the 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 Intel cards and trying to mine with them, and right. like, it's it's really hurt the gaming industry. So, yeah. Oh man, I'm just looking at my gaming PC now and just thinking of how pathetic the insides are. Like I that thing, I didn't even build it myself. I was so lazy. It was like I maybe early college, and I just went, "Oh, let's go to CyberPower PC and just have them build it for me." And oh man, th- whatever I. I definitely fucked up on the power supply and the motherboard, <laughs> like two very important <laughs> things. <laughs> so, but everything else was fine. Some of those have gotten a lot better. Like nowadays, you can buy like an iBuy Power gaming PC, f- and it's all like really, really good parts, and it's all assembled and has Windows, and it's like fairly priced. It's really weird, like how far that market has come. 
Right. It used to be very dodgy and you prop and you might not get exactly what you think you're paying for, but nowadays it's pretty hard to mess that up. Yeah, it's definitely better now. And I remember one of the selling points for me was like, oh, it comes with Deus Ex, uh not human revolution, the one before that maybe. Uh or, A no, Mankind yeah, human, Divided. Or no, yeah, was that it? Or did Mankind Oh it was human come? revolution? It was human yeah, yeah, revolution. Yeah. yeah, that was the earlier one. Oh uh, man. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I was like, Yeah, that's I'm gonna get this game. I think it also came with FIFA or something dumb too but anyway. Ow, that's lame yeah dude th- that that was a good game though at least deus ex oh hell yeah that, that game that game rules those. i i'm pretty sure we talked about how like that franchise is on hold or maybe not even ever gonna continue and it's like fuck why it was such a good game series yeah it was i know i i i need to speaking of which i need to finish the one that takes place in like dubai or whatever yeah the, that was the most recent one that is so good and like you break into this bank and shit oh man yeah, I got all right. I'm gonna start that back up. I definitely will. I got I got I'll relatively take you away far from into Detroit it. Detroit become human though. I know. Well, I'll get I'll get to it, dude. I will. That's I will. Fair. Yeah. What else have I been playing? I feel like there's like some other stuff I've been dabbling. in. Oh, I got the new Pokemon game. I got a uh, sword. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I have sword as well. I was gonna say, damn it. I wish you had shield so we could dude, trade and stuff. But it's because like nobody wants shield. Why would you want to get a game <laughs> called Shield? That's it's dumb. For the beta cucks mark. <laughs> basically is well it's like oh yeah let me get a game that is all about defense and hiding and standing like standing behind something that takes the hits for me (laughs) (laughs) pretty much i don't know i my main selling point on sword was the different uh exclusive pokemon so i'm like i need surfetched uh the evolution of farfetched for Mm -hmm. this region oh man i and that's i think i already got him so yeah yeah, I'm I'm not that far. I think I'm I I beat the third gym leader. I'm I'm like about to be on the fourth. So, um, I it's... think I'm about this uh, maybe a little bit ahead of you, but yeah, similar okay. location. Yeah, it's I. I'll say this: it's I'm having a fantastic time playing the game. I'm really enjoying it, but I think I could play this game with. My eyes closed. <laughs> no, you absolutely can't. They made it as easy as possible, and I think it's supposed to be that way, so it's accessible for the children that are first discovering it. Yeah, it's just like, when we got our first Pokemon game, those games were not that easy. No, you really they, had to yeah. figure out what to do. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't straightforward. Like, remember in Cinnabar Island, when you had to find those random items behind random tables and fall through the floor and teleport and stuff to get the the, the slift scope yeah and there's the- definite some puzzle aspects that are missing in this they try to make it as linear and straightforward as possible but i also think if we were to ask a kid who had never played any pokemon game and played a uh, sword and shield there might be points where they're like oh this is challenging but it's like from us as like 30 year old <laughs> adults <laughs> it's like oh well that's easy as shit kid i i like to say that but at the same time i also i think my 6 year old self would just tell tell me now yeah this game this is, is so easy super easy okay yeah you you might be right mark cuz like i i'm thinking back to the challenges of red and blue version and they're so much harder than this they're way harder than this i'm just picturing uh the Silphscope company or whatever where you have yeah. to go through like all these elevators and uh, unlock doors and get keys and stuff that i could imagine getting lost in that as a kid and being like but there's really not too much of that in this new one at least nothing i've encountered that's that challenging yeah, remember how going through caves when you didn't have flash? Remember that? Oh yeah, 
It's a black screen, and you just <laughs> bump into everything and fight people until you stumble your way out. It's, like, ridiculous. I don't know why you'd be in there without Flash in the yeah, first that, place, but... I did it by, oh, a few times, and I was like, oh, well, I gotta go get Flash. I, I don't yep. stand a chance in here. <laughs> exactly. You know, and then the, the, there would be, like, one Pokemon that knew how to use Flash in the area, and you, like, might be able to catch him if you're lucky. Yep. So it's... It's it was a different time back then, but I think people playing Pokemon in the '90s were a little bit more uh, t- rough around the edges, if you will. Perhaps I don't know. It's I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm being a grumpy old man. <laughs> we're but... old men. Uh, we're having kids now on ABC. Uh, <laughs> that's what I mean. I think uh, friend of the show and our only listener, Pat Johnston, he was saying that his main complaint and why he doesn't want to get these games is because it doesn't feature all of the Pokemon, which I think we've talked about on the show before, how that is a little expecting too much of them because it's like we don't need necessarily all thousand of them but um kind of skipping ahead to show topics just briefly here a little bit one of the things i saw in there is that pokemon sword and shield expansions are going to add over 200 existing pokemon to the pokedex so that's something that's coming down the pipes eventually and i don't know for the people that were hesitant to get the game because it didn't have all the pokemon they want there's a chance 200 more will include the ones that you care about Oh, that's fantastic. That yeah. actually is really cool. I'm happy with it. The The critics, I know I was just shitting on it for being easy, but the critics really gave it a hard time, man. I, I don't think it was deserving of, like, whatever. They gave it, like, a 5 out of 10. It was really not good. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think, I will I will say 6 or 7 out of 10. Oh, easy, yeah. I yeah. think it, it deserves that, for sure. It's fun. It's, it's, just, it's, it's very enjoyable. It's a, Exactly. Yeah, it's a fun, easy game, but it's but it's fun nonetheless. Yeah, I think we have to keep in mind that through the lens that it's meant for kids, but <laughs> I know <laughs> but we yeah. have the nostalgia because we were kids when it came out. <laughs> it's true. I know. I'm probably being way too brutal. No, it's all good. Oh um, boy. As for me, I'm I've only been playing one game specifically, and I have a little bit of an update there. It's Code Vein. I've said it before. It's anime Dark Souls. It is so fun. Um, I got around to trying the multiplayer, and that's all thanks to Corey from One Track Gamers. Uh, he, I think either I listened to their episode and heard he was playing it, and I reached out to him on Twitter and was like, oh, if you're playing, we should try to get a multiplayer going, and we did. And it's very cool. It's a lot more straightforward than the Dark Souls multiplayer, where like you have to have like items in order to summon people to help you and shit. This is more or less, if you're resting at a bonfire, in this game, bonfires are called missiles, you just kind of send out like a distress signal, and and then online players can search for distress signals, and you can even set it up uh, so there's a password on your distress signal, so you can specifically get the friend you want into your party. So I thought that was a definite like gla- glaring omission from the Dark Souls series. It usually is pretty challenging to even like um, work with your friends in that game. But so we're we were playing. Uh, well, that's another thing. He has like a character that's level like 127, and mine's only like 58 or 59. So we decided to start a new game. And the way the multiplayer works is pretty interesting. So he uh, found my distress signal and joined my world first. And we had to fight the boss or go through the level and fight the boss for me. And then once we beat it for me, we had to do the same thing for him so we could both carry on to the same point in the game. So I feel like you're if you do intend on playing multiplayer with somebody throughout the whole game, you're probably going to play twice at least um if you're not like dying every time but that's another thing i feel like this is like dark souls light 
sure it's challenging and there are definitely really challenging bosses, but I, I don't think I've come across anything that's like Dark Souls level of like frustration where I want to throw my controller out the window. Um, but I'm having a blast with it and it was cool getting a chance to try out the multiplayer. Unfortunately, though, just on my last time I was playing, like earlier before we started the podcast, I, I he's he's busy, so I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna send out a distress signal and see if anybody answers my call, like a random person uh, without a password, and I just didn't get anybody. And I'm thinking it just probably comes down to how many people are playing this game and if they're in the right level that you are, and if it just so happens that they're playing the time you are. So. I'm hopeful that I'll get a chance to have some cooperative players with like random online people to help me with bosses. Cause I'm currently stuck at this one. Uh, it's called like the ardent wolf of something. I don't fucking remember, but it's this big, like, f- like it almost looks like cooler from dragon ball Z, like Frieza's brother, <laughs> uh, but like with a big, like swinging ax or some shit. Uh, and that's another thing with this game. I feel like it's all about, knowing the different menu options there's these thing called blood codes that you can swap out and for the longest time i'm just going through this game never even changing my blood code i have it set to like the standard like combat one and there's like a shitload of variety ones that you get that all have different uh features and effector stats differently so just today i like was playing around and changed my combat blood code to the prometheus one and it's like now it's a whole new different animation when you backstab enemies and like i increase different stats and i can have different abilities it's really in depth with like giving you customization options for like how you want your character to be and then same thing goes with like your blood veils and your weapons like you can upgrade them and it's it does feel very dark souls but uh a new ip and very fresh and i'm having a blast but i am stuck on a boss so it does like i said it's pissing me off and it does remind me of dark souls but hopefully i'll be able to find someone online to help me out with that and if not i'll just give Corey a call but uh, we're gonna have to get to that point in the new game not the one i'm currently playing oh okay yeah that reminds me recently, I, I remember uh, probably maybe two, three years ago on this podcast, I mentioned Budborn. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I met up with my friend who we did that with last time we played another round of Budborn, brand new game. I've nice. only played Bloodborne as Budborn. So and wasted. And wait, elaborate for our listeners who may not have listened three years ago. <laughs> yeah, but you, you basically... You open two two cans of Budweiser. It has to be it has to be Budweiser. If it's not, then it's not Budborn. Uh, we got Bud Light Platinums this time because they're better than regular Bud Lights. Um, or you could substitute for marijuana You're if you want, whatever you want. <laughs> and when so one person plays, and then when you die, you have to pass the controller, and then you gotta you gotta take a big chug out of out of the Bud. It's it Budborn, and it's instead of Bloodborne. Yeah. I'm sure you. I'm sure you get the the pun. But uh, we got insanely far. We got through like seven bosses. That's we played awesome. for like nine hours straight. Uh, we ended up summoning a lot of people. What ended up happening it was crazy. We were live streaming it on Twitch, and random people would pop in, and the one guy that popped in knew everything about the game and was telling us what to do and he like joined our boss fights and we just slaughtered these bosses and that's awesome but um yeah so now 
this one account that we played on, like drinking tons of beers is like super far and it's at his house. And now my account just sucks. And I just, so I did all that work and I don't even have an account with all those bosses beaten. So oh, I, gotta, damn. I, gotta, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. I got to start from scratch. Oh man. So yeah, it is what it is. I just thought it was funny. One thing that I did uh, mention about Code Vein, it was like a complaint of mine, and it's actually me just being an idiot. I was saying like, oh, I don't think you can like sprint in this game. Yes, you can. You just hold the R1 button. For some reason, I was thinking it's got to be like circle or like you hold L3 while you're pushing or something. Nope, it's R1. And another complaint I had was like, oh, I wish as you're going down ladders, you could just uh, slide down quickly like you do in Dark Souls. And Corey was like, yeah, just hold R1. I'm like, fuck, I, sh- I need to hit R1 more often, apparently, because I just was completely <laughs> missing it. Imagine um, if you went through the whole game not knowing you could run. I basically would have, dude. It was insane. I was like, it's not like you're walking. He, like, defaultly jogs, but, like, I wanted him to sprint because I'm like, there's fucking crazy enemies. What if I have to get away quickly? Like, you'd think they would have that and it would affect your stamina bar. They do. Of course they do. I'm just like, I must have missed that in the tutorial or something. But uh, it's definitely a great game. The character customization options are insane. You can, like have a whole library of different looks for your character and swap them at any given point when you go to the home base. So even, I just feel like this is a game that you would thoroughly enjoy, Mark. I would be interested in seeing what kind of character you would create, like with the customizer. Dude, I, I, I'll, I'll give it a go, man. Definitely. Yeah. Um, if you do, we'll play multiplayer, but hey, yeah. can you go on your, st- is there any way your steam account is up and active right now? It never is, but let me even see if I have steam installed. <laughs> Oh, okay. If you do, there's... My theory is it's just like a free Steam game they're trying to push on everybody. But Garfield Kart just oh, showed up. Oh, damn it, Mark. Okay, so I wanted to play Game or No Game so bad, but I don't have anything prepared. But that was the reason I was even going to play the game, because I'm like, that sounds like <laughs> such bullshit that no one would believe me. Dude, it and... just showed up in my account as like a game I own now. Wait, which game is it? Garfield Kart. Yeah, Garfield Kart Furious Racing because it's also on Switch if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure yeah, I'm sure they are pushing it everywhere they can. Yeah, it looks like a piece of f- steaming pile of shit. I'm yeah. not playing this game. How is Garfield relevant in the year 2020? Uh that's just surprises yeah, me. Yeah, dude, no one cares about you, Odie. Or seriously. Lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> John uh-huh. <laughs> John and Garfield like lasagna. Well, that's what I mean. How much of a cast of characters do you have if you're going to have a whole kart racing game? <laughs> what a dumbass game, dude. This game sucks. Oh, man. Now I'm going to go download it for Switch. <laughs> but wow. that's uh, basically my gaming update. I have been playing a little bit of Rocket League here and there. There was a Frosty Fest update for like Christmas and whatnot, and I got a couple of skins or something for my car. But uh, it's still Rocket League. Nothing really is changing. It's it's fun. But the online community is the worst. Um, but that's going to do it for our gaming discussion. Uh, maybe we can talk about some things in the news going on. Uh, anything that you've seen? Or are there any games on the horizon for 2020 that you're looking forward to? Um, well, so uh, Overwatch 2 apparently is a thing, but I don't know what that even is or why they're making an Overwatch 2 because I could just add more characters to Overwatch 1 and update yeah. the graphics and the maps. And I, it sounds like that's what they're going to do for a little while, but then they're not going to do it. But it's just a money grab. So to be honest with you, I don't even count that on the list because 
why it's so weird and dumb and i don't i don't get it but um 2020 wise dude honestly i know this sounds really dumb but like i want to go back to my steam library and just beat a ton of the games that i bought i bought like a lot of i bought like the all the lord of the rings like Oh, those games are actually solid. I don't know about the Fellowship, but I know I played Two Towers and Return of the King, and hot damn, I put a fuckload of hours into those games. I mean, it's just like PS2 era games. Yeah, yeah, and those games are fantastic. They're great, but I'm talking about like the middle of Earth, like Shadow Mordor, Shadow Oh, damn. Okay, I forgot about all of those, and yeah, those are probably even better. (laughs) Yeah, so like I bought all those. Dude, I have so much stuff I need to play. I got Resident Evil 2. I picked up a lot of stuff on this Steam. The remake, you mean? Yes, the the remake, yeah. So I gotta do that. I got a bunch of PS4 games that I bought over over Black Friday. So my right now, honestly, like my my real goal is to play a lot of games that have already been out for a while that I've never played that got good reviews, and I'm not gonna waste my time with like these games that I bought that like really suck and they're like RPG Maker BS, which I don't know why I bought so many games like that. But I did, yeah, and I'm, I'm probably just gonna sit out on those. Um, and I'm not gonna play Revelations 2020, which is a game Bass bought me for uh, Christmas two years ago. I'm not gonna play that. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. What about you? Do you do you have any like really cool games you think are coming out in 2020? Well, this one isn't, but I know I saw uh, an article about it that a fan made a remake of Fable in the Unreal Engine, and it looked incredible. I think it was just, like, one playable level, but either way, it should... The people responsible for Fable, like, what are you doing? I'm sure they're working on Fable 4. It's gonna be, like, an exclusive to Xbox 2 or whatever the next one is. Uh, I I don't... uh, I just... I think they should focus on a remake of the original. Like, 1 through 3, I really enjoyed those games. Did you play the Fable franchise? I did. I played one, one, two, and part of three. Yeah, actually, me too. I never beat three, but even the part of three, I sort of enjoyed. Yeah, they're fun games, man. I, I think, I think one definitely was better than two. Oh, totally. I one, the lost chapter specifically was like the the one with like the extra content and stuff. Man, yeah, so good. Yeah. Yo, here's another thing that I think I'm gonna do because I was I've been watching the Witcher series on Netflix. Oh really? How is that? I know. Oh, how, so good! Okay. It's incredible. It, everyone needs to watch it. It's okay. But even as someone who that didn't really play the games, oh, it doesn't matter at all. Every okay. everyone will like it. It's incredible. Yeah, it's it's just a good story. And it, if you you watch it and you haven't played Witcher three, it will make you want to play Witcher three more than anything. I think that was their plan, Mark. <laughs> it probably was, and I'm not even mad about it because. <laughs> They deserve it if they made a story this good. That's Seriously, true. man. And if that game made that much money, they can afford to make a show off of it. Or, like, is, isn't is it also the Witcher series based off of, like, a book originally? It is, yeah. It's, a, it's based off of, of a bunch of books. Okay. Um, and I haven't played any of the DLC for Witcher 3, and I beat the main storyline. So I'm thinking about getting a lot of the DLC and then just going back and, and playing it again because... Dude, it's so good, man. It's like, God, that story is incredible. <laughs> it's so cool. Nice. Yeah, and that was one I never really did get around to playing. I think I had a friend that let me play like the very beginning of it, and I did enjoy it, but never, I don't know. I'm not sure. 
if it's for me, I'm more of a Skyrim guy, I guess. Skyrim's great too, man, but but uh, Witcher, th- don't, okay, again, I've said this, I, I can't tell you how many times I've said this on the it's show. It's okay, we just repeat ourselves for hundreds of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> just skip one and two, man. Skip Witcher one, skip Witcher two. You can, all right, if you have to play one of them, pick two instead of one. And then yeah. mostly just play three. You don't even need to play the other ones to like get three. Three is that good. So just do it. Just, yeah. just play it, man. Maybe I will. That yeah, might be something should. that goes down in 2020. Um, but no, I'm trying to think if there's other like games on the horizon that I just really can't think of. But I know that it's rumored, and if not confirmed, that PlayStation 5 is releasing holiday 2020. So like, I'm guessing the window is October to December. Um, do you have any speculation on exclusives they might have? Uh, Dark Cloud 3! <laughs> I would lose my mind <laughs> I know, if that dude. happened. I don't even know what I would do if they made Dark Cloud 3. I would buy and it day one. The problem is level 5 would never... I, I feel like they kind of... Well, actually, no. Level 5 did make a game recently on Steam, and it looks really good, and I'll probably pick it up. Oh, do you know what it happened to be? I'm not sure. Let me look uh, Yes, I can find it for you in just one second. Yeah, I'm looking at my wish list because I know I have it on here for sure. Uh, damn, I have a lot of really cool games on my list that I uh, <laughs> never. Any ones you want to shout out? Uh, well, no, but They're all I, just re- I just, <laughs> I just found one that I know that I want for 2020 that I forgot about entirely. Cyberpunk 2077. Oh hell yes gotta get that game i have to get that game it looks so cool is i think i might have found it is it called inazuma 11 heroes great road uh you know that's actually i don't think i could be wrong there's a good chance that's what it is and i just don't remember um i i have i have so many games in my my (laughs) wish list it's too many i'm outing you (laughs) <laughs> Mark Dude, has a problem. <laughs> if I like sort of think it looks cool, I just add it to my wish list. I think Whoa. it might be actually uh, because it says a release date of 2020. Uh, that's all they say. Inuzama 11. I'm actually unfamiliar with that franchise. There's other games in the Inuzama 11 uh, series. Yeah. Okay, Heroes may- Great Road. Yeah, maybe maybe that is what it is. I don't know. I, I'm... <sighs> Yeah, my list is so long, dude. I'm, I'm really trying to find it. But yeah, Level 5 does make games still, and they are the ones that made Dark Cloud 2. They also made Nino Kuni, and I think that's another one that's coming out. I don't know if that's a 2020 game, but they're working on a sequel to that. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yes, it's that's Nino it. Kuni? Yes, okay. Nino oh, Kuni man. 2. Nino awesome. Kuni 2 is the game that I, I really wanted, and it's Level 5. I didn't realize that was coming out this year. That's, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, and... Yeah, well, Nino Kuni 2 is already out. They made that in 2018, mid-2018. But, um, I yeah, I know they're still working on stuff, which is really cool. Because Level 5 is just a great studio that I think kind of went under the radar. Like, not a lot of people really know about them. For sure. So, I think I think that they deserve more respect. I agree. Uh, but, yeah, that's just me wishful thinking uh, for Dark Cloud 3. That'll never happen. But, huh. No, it's it's crossed. not, dude. It's done. That that, yeah. that that that's such a pipe dream. Uh, 
All right. Uh, under the next news topic, this is probably one of our last ones here. Uh, I saw that Panasonic, uh, this is an Ars Technica article, that Panasonic has a new VR headset, and it's like a fresh design of these like bubble eyeglasses. Uh, it looks, I don't even know, like steampunk futuristic, but I also think from a design perspective, it's pretty ingenious because of everything so far vr related is very bulky and just kind of obnoxious and probably uncomfortable and heavy whereas it's just like a glasses design that kind of like there's earbuds built into it i don't know it seems a lot more comfortable and sleek yeah if they can pull it off graphics wise absolutely right the thing is obviously the companies that made the original vr headsets knew that if they could get away with making them smaller they would but they couldn't that's a good point if the technology has come far enough to be able to offer the graphics horsepower that we need while making it lightweight, that's that's really what's going to make it like make or break it, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Even the article says it has the potential to revolutionize virtual reality comfort. So it's not there yet, but it has the potential. So just something to keep your eyes on. Um, literally. Uh, and then the <laughs> last thing I have for us is this thing called the Retro or Retron Jr. It's like a little gaming console that you can literally stick your Game Boy, or Game Boy, not advanced, but your Game Boy Color cartridges in, and it'll make it playable on your giant HDTV. I'm actually, I bet since, yeah, Game Boy Color and uh, advanced cartridges are like the same design, you could use an advanced game too. Uh, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, we've already talked about how like emulators are so accessible and everything, but I just think it it makes it easier for if you actually have the physical cartridges laying around and you don't even have a Game Boy, for instance, and that sold in a yard sale or something, you can actually get that in like a resolution that is enjoyable. And my cat wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm surprised they got the licensing for this, you know, like, uh, or I'm sure they, I don't know how it works. Like, maybe they didn't get licensing because it's, it, this isn't sold by Nintendo, right? No, and that's the thing. Originally, it was a gag product sold as like an April Fool's Day prank, and then it ended up becoming a real thing. And I think because people were like, wait, no, that's actually a genius idea. Damn, I wonder how they're able to sell that for money. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> There has to be some kind of licensing deal, and if not, uh... <laughs> yeah, Nintendo's Nintendo's no stickler for that. They'll they'll, they'll sue you. <laughs> they'll yeah. they'll take you to court. They've they've got the the funds to burn. Yeah, and they've done it many times before. They've shut down so many fan made Mario projects. Oh, I know, I know. Um, but that's basically all the news I had for us. Um, is there anything you want to talk about real quick before we wrap this episode up? Ah, uh, let me see. I don't know, man. Um. Want to try an improv bit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. I think I, I think it is. It's almost ten, and I think that's my cutoff. But that's um, fair. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, dude. It's, it's been funny. I, I don't think I have anything else. But that's fine. Well, then we can wrap this up and do some plugs. Uh, where can our listeners find you on the internet? Uh, probably just my Instagram. Just find me on uh, look up uh, I E A K A Ieka. Uh, Mark Choi. Uh, just search either one of those. You'll you'll find me. It's uh, probably the first thing that'll pop up. They almost better than silence pages. Like follow me. I follow them. Uh, oh, yeah, you should that, definitely uh, update that handle to ABTS Dad because <laughs> you're the first one. Um, <laughs> oh man, that makes me feel real weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was meant to be a compliment. Um, no, no, it's hilarious. But um, yeah. <laughs> 
first, Dad, oh boy. Uh, is Mark. Uh, we'll it see is. who the next one is. But thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you like our show, you can find us on all the places at ABT Silence. Uh, I'm already lying about my New Year's resolution. I said I was going to Twitch stream more. In fact, maybe I'll remedy that now after we get off the podcast. I'll go stream some Code Vein for some people. Do it. Uh, I definitely want to get back into that. So if you have any interest, uh, go give our Twitch channel a follow or subscribe. It's at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. And I mentioned my record label at the top of the episode. It's MissedOutRecords.com if you want to see any vinyl, cassettes, uh, shirts, and whatever we got for sale over there uh, for fans of emo, screamo, and math rock music. All sorts of really exciting artists coming out these days. So lots of music to check out. And you can stream it all for free at MissedOutRecords.BandCamp.com. Um, but that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks so much for joining us, Mark. It's really good to have you back on the show. Hopefully we'll have you on with some other of the co-hosts and we can all have a party. Uh, but that'll be next time. See you guys. Hell yeah. See ya. See ya.